ASMR. ASMR. And we're back, Grammys. Hello. 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 Welcome to Old Hollywood Month, episode mm. two. Excited, excited. Excited, excited. I loved last week's episode. Thank you. Tess and I are going to see Babylon soon. Stay tuned for that. It's supposed to be a three-hour movie. Which, you know how we feel about that. Three hours and nine minutes, in fact. I I still am scared of it. I know, me too. But I think going to a matinee will actually yeah. help us, or it will disorient us. I think it's going to disorient us, because three hours in the wintertime is how long the day actually is. Mm, that is so true. Maybe oh. we see it at like 9 a.m. Yeah, seriously. I think we have to. <laughs> I think we must. There's there no was option. like a noon one, so. Perfect. I know. Um, but yeah, we are going to see a matinee because I can't stay awake past 4 p.m. Honey, if I'm watching a movie. Who can? In this storm? In this LA storm? Oh yeah, guys. It's raining like crazy. Monsoon, I would say. As it's like the sun shining. Right <laughs> it, it was a beautiful evening. But last yeah. night was like, I couldn't sleep all night because mm. it was just so loud. It was so loud. I woke up and I got a little excited. Oh, you liked it? I did. The rain? Like, I know this sounds crazy, but at night, I feel like a little kid, the rain makes me scared. Mm, I think I had such an intense experience of that when I was a kid that mm-hmm. now I've grown to love it. But I understand, like, when I used to see clouds when I was a kid, I'm not kidding, I would call my mom and cry. <laughs> You really are. I'm like you now. You're like a California gal through and through. No kidding. I was like, we're gonna have a storm and then tornado. It's gonna be horrible. That's how I feel. Like last night, I was like, what if like we don't know right now, but there is a tsunami? (laughs) And I was like, what if the house floods? You do have a dog though. I always feel like anytime I get a weird feeling, I'm like, look at the animals. Look at the animals. Well, he's just freaked out all the time, kind of. So that sometimes doesn't help my anxiety because I'm like, he knows something that that we don't know. Maybe he does. He's like, you guys have three days left. <laughs> Enjoy him. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh kids. But I hope everyone's hanging in there because the storms are, are intense all across the country. And well, January is just tough weather. We got this. Emma um, texts me and she's like, how are your January through March blues? Mm. And I'll stop talking about it after this. But um, they're good. They're fine. Uh, they're, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought this week was nice. Oh. Like, I know we had like a moment on Monday just being like, Fuck everything. I mean, the Monday after the new year. But I think everyone on the planet felt that way. Yeah, it's tough. Maybe not so sober people. Yeah, but okay, yeah, that's true. That's probably true. You the probably had a great day. Yeah, you probably had a great productive day, and I'm happy for you. I know. My friend Brooke, if you're listening, she posted something of like, basically like, oh, God, it feels all the sober people in the country right now just feel a little like, <laughs> and I was like, man, you really must feel powerful. You must. On January 1st. You must. Uh, I guess, you know, you deserve that. You were really enjoying the rest of the year. We are. <laughs> and we're excited for the rest of the month. So mm-hmm. for Old Hollywood. Yes. Lord knows it took me forever to be able to want to research something. And you recommended this to me. Mm-hmm. And it was the first one I was like, yeah, because I wanted like juicy. I wanted romance. I wanted affairs. I wanted love. And that is why. Tell me. Claire had the idea mm. that I research. Don't give me the credit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's Eight Marriages. Uh- I can't wait. I feel like this is one of the things that she's notorious for, for sure. Yes. Which it's like, I think throughout the research, I was like, oh, but God, she like did so many interesting things. And she was such a fascinating woman. And she had a very complex life. 
And then I was like, all right, if I was married eight times too, though, like I would expect that's all like kind of like mm. my legacy, which like it shouldn't define you. But eight times is a crazy. It's more than David Foster. <laughs> well, hmm? And that is quite an accomplishment. Truly. How many times has David Foster been married? I think five or six. That's what I would say. It has to be like but six, like, right? Once you get up to... Like, to, to you, what's, like, a crazy number being, like, what's, like, the last number that you could be, like, all right, stop? I think, I mean, the number that would make me raise an eyebrow if I was dating mm. someone yeah. is two, honestly. Yeah. Because marriage, I mean, some people don't take it seriously, and that's whatever, but, like, it's a pretty big commitment for most. Like, if someone was, like, I've been divorced twice. Yeah, I'd be, oh. like, oh. I, I also would, too. And, yeah. like, hey. And that's fine, because, like, who cares? And everyone always thinks they're going to be the one that ends it all. And then there's number six. I know. Yeah. I, that, I would just be exhausted. I always think, too, like, about people's finances. Like, Elizabeth Taylor was a very wealthy woman. It's like, why do you even want to, like, get into this? Like, mm-hmm. can you just have, like, partnerships? Because it just makes it so messy with all, like, your shit. Right. At that point, it's like, what is the point of getting married? And also, if you have been married five times, like, we truly don't have any judgment. I'm just saying, if I'm dating someone... Oh, I completely agree. And I, I would raise an eyebrow. But if if you like, if someone were married five times, let us know. <laughs> and if you've ever experienced that. <laughs> oh my gosh, please. If Ooh. you have dated someone that's been married more than three times... Please DM call us, us, call us, and let us know just like what that dating experience was like. Yes. And if you're married to them, I'm, I'm curious. Ooh, fascinating. I'm curious. Um, God, there's something I was going to say with Elizabeth Taylor and her marriages, though, but I can't think of it now. What's so. your like knowledge about it? What do you? Well, that's the thing with Elizabeth know? Taylor. I don't know that much about her. I know that she was known for being the most beautiful woman alive at one point. That that was kind of like a title that was given to her. She was like a beautiful child. Yeah. And, that, and a beautiful woman. But I think she looked like 30 when she was 12. Well, that's always tough is, for, a, for a girl. That always, was tough. always complicated. But she, I also know, and Tess and I were discussing this before, my friend Haley Ram, mm. a true Rammy. A true Rammy. <laughs> from the beginning. Um, looks so much like Elizabeth Taylor. So Haley, if you're listening, I've always associated her with you. And my last thing that I'll say is um, she was Maggie in Cat on Hot Tin Roof. Yes. She was phenomenal. Tennessee yes. Williams in the movie. It's so good with um, Paul Walker, I think. Uh, not Paul Walker, <laughs> And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Paul Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman. <laughs> Which, why but, does he have a salad company? Or is salad that his dressing? Salad? Is that his? I mean, the, the cartoon kind of resembles him. It does. So, <laughs> I always thought it was just a coincidence. He's like the first like Bethany Frankel skinny girl like salad wow. dressing before Bethany's time. Before Bethany was like, I'm going to make salad dressing 10 calories. Which like, don't do it. <laughs> yes, we already know what good. we're doing. And it's never good. Give we me don't the ranch. want to. Give me the ranch. Um, oh my God. Pa- but Paul Walker would be great in that. Oh, you know he, what? Who Paul Walker would be really good in? Speaking of like those movies, what Streetcar Named Desire? Oh, like I mean, if he, he like bulked just, up a little. Do you know that Paul Walker is dead? Yes. Oh, okay. oh sweetheart, because okay. you were just saying because if he bulked up a little, so just... I mean, I didn't know like the past tense to use. Like if he if would he have, would have. Uh, he would have been so. I mean, but Marlon Brando in that movie was so. No, hot. that's true. That is that true. Would have been a great. What if you had literally told me on right now live that Paul Walker? Oh my god! I mean, that's. I think out of all celebrity deaths, that hit me the hardest. Really? So mm-hmm. when that happened, I didn't really know who he was. Crazy enough, and then I saw him. I was like, oh my god, he's hot. And just the way he died was so oh, tragic. So tragic. That was like 2013, 2012. 
It's like 2013. I know I was I in LA. Think so yeah, because when I was in high school, I had a profile picture that Molly made of me and him combined. <gasps> oh, um, your child were your children stunning? It's <laughs> not a good way to describe it. She like imposed like she like did like some graphic design where like he was at like a red carpet and I was like next to him. I <laughs> she mean, photoshopped. She photoshopped. <laughs> that's the word. There we go. I'm back. She's back. <laughs> combined. <laughs> but we probably did go to a website that did combine all of her. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yes, I remember that was a thing. And they're always like a little scary looking. They always look like ambiguous. <laughs> like their yeah. race. And they also also look like a 30 year old man with like spiked hair or something. Yeah, it's like who's doing the I don't know the design on this, but anyway. Um, oh, so that's my knowledge of Elizabeth Taylor. We love that. I didn't really know much except that she converted to Judaism for one of her husbands. She did, which Charlotte references on Sex and the City. So I learned it that way. Is that why she named her dog Elizabeth Taylor? Yes, she oh. like loves. She like loves Elizabeth Taylor. It's so interesting because I see Charlotte as more of an Audrey Hepburn because I I do think Elizabeth Taylor is like a regal, gorgeous beauty, but I also think she's scandalous. She is scandalous. But maybe that's a little bit of Charlotte, too. I shouldn't try to put her in a box. I always do that to Charlotte. I do. I think a lot of people do. I think Charlotte... Charlotte does kind of seem like Elizabeth Taylor, actually, mm. but without without their their views on love and marriage. Mm, okay, for a shagway. Well, just before we start, because I'm excited yes. to learn. But also, I thought today we can't not talk about the Lindsay Lohan movie. Do you know about it? <laughs> Lindsay, Lohan, Lindsay Lohan plays Elizabeth Taylor in a movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not joking. I think it's literally called Liz and Dick. And yes, it's- <laughs> when she has the oh my god, the wig, the wig. I never saw the movie, but I don't think anyone did. I also think that, yeah. What business did someone have giving Lindsay? I don't want to diminish her career, but. But it's not okay. It's not okay. It's like when, with no, you know, no disrespect, when Hillary Duff played Sharon Tate. Uh, that, you don't, you're not speaking disrespect. That was disrespect. That was disrespect. Her transatlantic <laughs> accent was disrespect. She should have listened to her episode last she, week to she learn. She should have learned a goddamn thing or two first. Oh, wow. God, that's tough. Yeah. Also, I don't imagine Sharon Tate having like a transatlantic accent. She probably didn't. Wasn't she, where is she from? I don't know, but it was also like the sixties. It wasn't like the forties. Yeah, like truly, I'm like this is not <laughs> like there was no research. There was no uh, dialect coach. Apparently, oh, they should have uh, called us. There's no budget. Yeah, there's that's no what we're trying to say. <laughs> and it showed. It showed. That's really it at the end. Oh well, Tess. Ah, uh, a little sip of wine. So excited! Yes, we're drinking white wine. That seems very fitting. I, ha- I got it today because um, I put it in the chicken with the slow cooker. Ew. I was like, oh, I never think to do that. I never think to cook with wine. And that's like such a... Me either. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's like what everyone does. So much flavor. So much flavor. Yeah. And, and beer. People cook with beer too. Corey's really? mom put dark beer in a chili over oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Yum. That sounds so good It right was now. so good. Oh, I know. Yum. But we okay, kids. <laughs> so from chili to Elizabeth Taylor. They go hand in hand. I'd like to start off with a quote, please, from our queen, Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. My mother says I didn't open my eyes for eight days after I was born. But when I did, the first thing I saw was an engagement ring and I was hooked. Oh, honey. Sweetheart. Wow. But I did like kind of relate to her in this moment Mm. because when my mom started um, learning ASL, mm -hmm. the first thing I asked her was, how do you say diamond ring? (laughs) 
Actually, I'm like, that is you. That is a quote that you would say. My birthstone's a diamond. I was always very protective and weird about it as King a kid. King of gins. Uh, check out our Valentine's Day episode, I think, is when we talk about it. It sure is. Everyone, you know, sleeps on, on that episode, but it's a good one. Yeah, everyone sleeps on it. Yeah, guys, we can see the numbers, yeah, okay? We, we can. So, do better. We'll see you this February. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before we get into... Because the... The meat of the episode will obviously be about her relationships, these marriages, these divorces, et cetera, et cetera. But I needed to, you know, talk about her as an actress, as a yes. philanthropist, mm. um, and just pay respect to her life because it is very interesting. And a good segue from last episode, Old Hollywood. Exactly. I feel like she is one of the first, like, major movie stars. She really is. Yeah. Um, she was born Elizabeth Rosemond Taylor, February 27th. Aquarius. Yes. I believe so. Yes? Yes. It's Aquarius or it's going into Pisces, but I believe that's Aquarius. I should have checked. I should have checked. I think it's Aquarius too because it's... Wait. She gives me way more Aquarius energy than she does Pisces. I'll tell you that. February 27th. Um, Zodiac is a Pisces. A Pisces. Wow. Okay. Actually, maybe it's all that emotion in that, her. I mean, there's a lot of emotion. Yeah, you're right. I take there's, that There's a lot saying. of something. Oh, wow. <laughs> can't wait um she was born in london england which i always thought she, she was born in london yeah are her parents british so she was a nepo baby technically you said this to me the other day and that shocked me so born in london to socially prominent american parents mm, that wow. were just being chic and living in london you know the type God. i know jesus christ and in that time wait what year was she born um 1932 wow and then her family moved to la in um, 1939 Okay. Um, so her dad was an American art dealer and her mom was an American stage actress. Okay. So yes, like this is our current day Nepo babies. Like the, it, she it's, like, it's like Emrata. Yeah. You know, oh, yes. Right? Wasn't her mom like a famous art dealer or something? I was going to say she would have been cast on girls. Like <laughs> uh, she is like, she's like Marnie. Yes, exactly. You know, like, like she, I mean, all of those actors' parents were like art dealers and something else artsy. Exactly. Like, yeah. God, why are art dealers so rich? No kidding. I guess if you get the good ones, you get the good ones. That is true. That is true. Um, so she made her acting debut with a minor role in the Universal Pictures film, There's One Born Every Minute. Have you heard of that? No. I have to say, I haven't heard of many of these. Yeah. Um, but the studio ended her contract after a year. So then she went over to MGM. Mm-hmm. That's what I associate her with as MGM. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's Judy Garland. That's like yep. all of that sort of time. Um, and she became a popular teen after starring in National Velvet in 1944. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh-uh. I remember watching that as a kid. It's about like it's her and that little actor, Short King, like Rooney Mara. Yeah, not Rooney Mara. Mickey Rourke. Yes. I knew that you knew what I was talking about. Mickey Rourke, not Rooney Mara. Uh, also, Louis B. Mayer apparently was terrible to him because of his height. Probably. God, what a monster. <laughs> no kidding. What a monster. Um, and I remember watching as a kid and being like, she is the most beautiful, and this sounds weird to say, girl I've ever mm. seen, but like... Wasn't she a girl at this yeah, point? Yeah, she just was like this, probably like, what, 1944? Don't come for us, come for us with math. What but is like, it, 1932? Yeah. So she's 14, like 12? 12, yeah. <laughs> We won't edit it out, even though I wish we could. We keep it. We keep. We humble Jesus. ourselves every day. We do. We really do. Um, she transitioned to major roles in the 1950s when she started in the comedy Father of the Bride in 1950. There have been... Nancy Myers didn't create Father of the Bride. She did not. A day without learning is a day wasted. We, we also should do an episode on Nancy Myers because we, met, we mention her in, in our ads now. We can... Yeah, no kidding. She is officially our third co-host. She really is. Um... 
But despite being one of MGM's most bankable stars, Taylor wished to end her career in the early 1950s. She resented the studio's control. Mm. She didn't like the atmosphere. She didn't like the roles that she was being offered. She was kind of like a pioneer at the time for being like, I deserve better. And like, didn't really, like, really fall into the traps of like, let's say Judy Garland, not making one of them like stronger than the other. But I think she just was very much like, I don't like it. I wonder if it's because she was a Nepo baby. Like she wasn't like trapped and she's like, whatever. Like I, I know I, I come from money. It's not like this thing I've never seen before. I didn't even think of that. I wonder if that made her more like. That's so interesting of like her life kind of like wasn't depending on it. Right. I don't know though. I don't, I mean, she also was a woman back then. So that is true. Like she could just go get a job anytime she wanted. That is true. So in the mid 1950s, um, she starred in this epic drama giant. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it either. Um, and starred in sever- several critically and commercially successful films in, so- in the following years. These included two film adaptations of... Cat on Hots and Roof. Uh-huh. Oh. And Suddenly Last Summer. Uh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I know, God, I haven't seen any old movies. Uh, I, that's how I feel, too, which maybe we'll we'll dive in. I know, because sometimes I'm like, does that make me not like a movie? You know, like when there's people that are like... Those you're a movie people, buff. Or whatever. Like, who are you to say that I don't like movies because I haven't seen Citizen Kane? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just mad. It's so true. Um, and then Taylor won a Golden Globe for Best Actress for Suddenly Last Summer. Oh, I mean, she really should have won for Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. I, I just have a special part for that because I played one of the no-neck monsters when mm. I was younger in a play in a, my local theater. And there it is. So. Is um, Cat on the Hot Tin Roof the one with... The little girl who like has the limp. No, I don't know which one that one is. Cat on Hudson Roof is really interesting because she plays a character named Maggie and she's married to a man named Brick, I want to say. And he's a gay man that's closeted and he like won't have right. sex with her. Yes. And they're in, I love Tennessee man, Williams I should have seen that play. <laughs> if you're picking up what I'm Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. Um, and then finally, she won the Academy Award for Best Actress in this movie, oh, Butterfield 8, in 1960. And that was her last film for MGM. Oh, really? Wow. So she had a great um, acting career. Oh, but gosh, such an interesting part of her. She was like a huge and one of the first celebrities that was like an actual philanthropist that didn't just put her name on things that she was like extremely passionate about HIV and AIDS. Maybe I do know that. Yeah, like, I mean, her, like, after her career, her entire life was basically dedicated to, in her entire life, she raised more than $270 million for the cause. That makes me want to sob. Do you think, after doing some research, that is because I, I think of her as a very much like a gay icon, and I think she was like a really big ally from the start? So that's kind of what I assumed as well. And then I watched a Barbara Walters interview with her. Oh, no. And she had come out and said that her niece um, had HIV. Oh, wow. And it was because of a bad um, like blood transfusion. <gasps> mm. And then on the interview, she admitted that it wasn't because of that. But she had just said that because of the stigma that it actually <gasps> was from sex with someone that was infected. Oh, no. Wait, her niece. Her niece. Oh, yes. my gosh. Because wow. Barbara Walters was like, oh, it's always like, you know, been so near and dear in your heart. And is it because of your niece? And it's just funny. Like, Wait, Elizabeth was a... 
had HIV AIDS? Her niece had it. Okay, okay. So that's why she was okay, like okay. passionate about it because someone in her family had but experienced her, it. She lied about the reason why her niece had it because yes. it was so stigmatized yes. at the time. Oh, and wow. she like wanted to support it but didn't want to say that it was because mm. of sex, which is just like... God, what a crazy world we've lived in. History is dark, man. History is so dark. Um, so she once said to Vanity Fair that she decided with my name I could open certain doors, that I was a commodity in itself, and I'm not talking as an actress. I could take the fame I'd resented and tried to get away from for so many years, but could never get away from it, and I thought I wanted to do some good. Oh, I love that. I wanted to retire, but the tabloids wouldn't let me. Mm. So I thought, if you're going to screw me over, I'll use you. <gasps> Oh my God, what an icon. Truly, that she's like, okay, cool, now I'll just donate like $300 million to a great cause. Oh my she's God, like, I Shia. love her. I know. She seems spicy. She's spicy. She, God, I mean, I feel like so many old actresses remind me of my grandma. Of just like that kind of like sassy, like, yes. fuck everyone. Fiery. Very, fi- very fiery. Oh, I love that. Um, so like I said earlier, she also converted to Judaism, listened to our Hanukkah episode. Mm, we do. talk all about it. We talk talk through and through that's right um and because of her conversion taylor became an active supporter of jewish causes um she purchased a hundred thousand dollars worth of israeli bonds which led to her films being banned by muslim countries throughout the middle east and africa wow god i mean the more things change the more they say the same though god it's it's so true and we'll talk about this later when we get into one of her relationships she was barred from entering egypt to film cleopatra in the 60s what yeah Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll get all into it. But she kind of, like, didn't care. She was, like, very much that kind of, you know, person and actress in the industry, which is hard to be, where you're just like, cool, I pissed you off. I'm going to keep pissing you off, and let's see what happens. Like, And she, like, spent so many nights at Studio 54. I do know that. Like, but when she was older, yes. too, which makes it even more iconic. <laughs> She's just sm- probably smoking cigarettes, just watching the kids. Oh, my God. I know that, like, we always ask our guests who you would want to have a joint with in history. And Elizabeth Taylor already, before I even know about her marriages, is up there. And Laura knows that she was smoking. Uh, oh, was she? I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. I mean. She dipped her hand in everything, you think? She really did. Um, and then the final thing I'll say before we get into the, the juice is that she kind of was, like, the first celeb influencer. And I know I've said this about like everyone. <laughs> I've said it about Martha Stewart. I've said it about Whitney. <laughs> they um, all are. But she had um she created a collection of fragrances. Oh yes. Which literally did establish the trend of celebrity branded fragrances. That's like how it all started. With her? With her. It was diamonds or something? Yes. Di- look at I you. remember the commercials. Um in collaboration with Elizabeth Arden, she began launching two best-selling perfumes, Passion. And white diamonds. White diamonds. I remember like diamonds falling. It was like <gasps> such a 90s commercial. Gorgeous. We'll, we'll post it. We, we must. Mm-hmm. It might even be the cover. You know, we'll just see. Yeah, we'll just see. Um. So yeah, she had 11 fragrances in her time. So, you know, she had, she had a good end of her life. Um, Wait, just real quick. I saw on TikTok the other day. So it's Bible. I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah. But <laughs> Don't come for us. One of the trends in 2023 that celebrities are going to do are come back like fragrances are going to make a huge market like the early 2000s i'm here for it i am too let's see what Do you remember got. the joy of like finding out that jessica simpson that's the one the was only coming one. out with something and you would just like you couldn't wait to see what it looked like what it felt what like it smelled like because you're like they smell like that even though like, they're like we absolutely oh do not God. but the first perfume i ever got was a body mist from the mary Kay ashley line 
And I can still I can still smell it. Oh, mm. Wow, so many of our episodes have really crossed over. Already. They really have. We have a we have a time. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We do. We do. Um, show because I don't want to talk this at, about it at the end of the episode. Uh-huh. I will just say how she died now, so mm, that it's yes. not like that's not the conclusion. Thank you. Um, she died at seventy nine from heart failure, but um, after a long life of very many illnesses, she dealt with some like she almost died like six times or something. Oh my god! She was just put through the ringer with like a lot of bad. Well, I was gonna say I don't want to assume, but was she doing a lot of drugs and drinking a lot? There also was an alcohol and a pill problem. Yeah, what, um, but that's not her fault. Like they were literally sure feeding these girls pills on MGM's lot. It literally is so predatory, yeah. especially Hollywood. Up until like probably four years ago, yeah. that like anyone that's you know has They're has just- that vice. I'm like. It makes sense. They're just trying to survive. Truly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a quote by Vincent Camby of the New York Times. More than anyone else I can think of, Elizabeth Taylor represents the complete movie phenomenon. What movies are as an art, as an industry, and what they meant to those of us who have grown up watching them in the dark. Like movies themselves, she's grown up with us, and we have her. She's someone whose entire life has been played in a series of settings forever denied the fourth wall. Elizabeth Taylor is the most important character she's ever played. I have butterflies in my tummy. Same. I have chills. <laughs> like, what a gorgeous... I was just like... I was on Wikipedia. I was like, oh my God. That was stunning. Vincent. You like frame it, but in your house. But, um, sorry for the, everyone who cringed at tummy. It's a phrase that we say, butterflies in my tummy. We have to. And we're we never going to stop it. it. We never will. We're never going to stop it. Oh my God. Wow. I love that. So what a legacy. I'm so excited. And now let's talk about all of the... Marriages, honey. all the marriages, all the breakups, all um, all of it. That's what she came for. So she does say about she admits <laughs> about her romances. She's as quoted to say, "I've kind of gone through through the alphabet." Oh, I love that. Which I think is iconic. <laughs> I agree. I love she's not trying to hide it at all. Truly, have you ever thought about the number of people you've dated who have different initial, like like the alphabet? Like mine were pretty similar for a while it was like the oh, yeah. same letter over and wow over again. it really was i know a kid i was babysitting one time was like have you ever thought about dating someone who's not the same i letter? am he's like a three-year-old <laughs> you're like how do you know like shut up <laughs> i'm dying wait that's so true yeah i had a type for a uh, second that is funny what about you i feel like it kind i don't know if i've ever had a boyfriend with the same first initial yes you did Oh yeah, <laughs> you could hear. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so I did actually, I did. But hey, always everyone th- think about think it right about now. It. Go through the alphabet and think about the men, all the people that you've had sex with. <laughs> <laughs> List them out. Make a song like the ABC song. <laughs> um, but she says she has no regrets. She says she's always been a Marin kind of gal. Um, but in the Barbara Walters interview, she was like, you know what? I've grown up. I've changed. And I can look back and sort of like understand that, yeah, I get why like there has been so much conversation around it. How old was she in that interview? <sighs> that was in 80 something. Okay. So I think that was the last, I think that was the last interview she ever. Didn't she die in when again? 2000. If she was 89. Oh God, don't make me do math. <laughs> I'm like, we're not even, you guys taught homework. 
tell us how old Elizabeth Taylor was <laughs> yes. when she died. Thank you. We're we not going to look it up. We sure are not. Not. Um, or what year it was. We know how old oh, she was. Oh, in the interview, she said, I'm not turning 65 for nothing. So she had 20 more years after that. So she, she died in like the early 2000s. I think I know what interview you're talking about. And she looked so much older than 65. She, she looked, she looked she, I thought that she was like 80 something in the interview. Which makes me love her more. It's like Tammy Faye almost she borderline. Is, and she's holding a dog and she says, this is love of my life. And I was like, I feel that so deeply. <laughs> like, like We are connected. Truly. Um, so... Throughout her adult years, Taylor's personal life, especially her eight, eight marriages, two to the same men, mm, I do know that, drew a large amount of media attention and public disapproval. According to biographer Alexander Walker, whether she liked it or not, marriage is the matrix of the myth that began surrounding Elizabeth Taylor from when she was 16. Sixteen? Mm. Because... We have the marriages, but then we also have people that she's, that the studios are trying to hook her up with oh as a God. teenager. So MGM arranged for her to date football champion Glenn Davis in 1949. That name sounds familiar. I feel like he's probably hot, but I, I didn't look him up. Glenn. Can you imagine going on a date with a man named Glenn today? I feel like people st- stop naming their... Oh, Glenn Powell's a hot man. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Glenn Powell. Set it up. I don't know. On Netflix. Mm. He, he's hot. I'll look. I'll look. Um, and then she was like, no, not into it. Not into these like PR relationships, essentially. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, and then she was briefly engaged to William Powley Jr., son of U.S. Ambassador William D. Pauley. Mm-hmm. So she had some engagements. She had some, you know, people were trying to get her, get her married Lock off. Lock it down. Film tycoon Howard Hughes. Oh, we should do an episode on him. We should. He's crazy. If you guys know, that's who leo played in the aviator yeah 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 ocd yes he was wild wild um not he, because he had ocd he was just like a wild he was man. a wild man yeah. he did also did like ava gardner he and Catherine hepburn. hepburn Catherine hepburn ava gardner gene tierney yes he like huge movie stars jesus um he offered to pay elizabeth's parents a six-figure sum of money if she were to become his wife what like a dowry yeah like Funny. he was literally like i'll pay to marry you i love you so much uh i don't feel like he he was gross gross um taylor declined the offer um <laughs> they're like we don't need it but this kind but howard hughes kind of got her feeling like love and these gestures are so romantic and like someone being like going to her parents being like i'll pay anything she's like that is <laughs> like love this time period is so crazy tess and i were just talking about every movie how they grab the woman woman's wrist and then just start making out with yes them. it's just crazy it's wild it's too manic it's too manic and so taylor later described herself as being emotionally immature during this time due to her sheltered childhood mm. um but believed she could gain independence from her parents and mgm through marriage oh yikes which brings her to her first one Taylor was just 18, 18 years old when she married. I'll give you a little hint. We've talked about in early 2000s, a prominent family. I know. Who is that? The Hiltons. It is Conrad Hilton Jr., heir to the Hilton Hotel's chain. Um, so they married in Beverly Hills. At the Beverly, where? At the Church of the Good Shepherd. Oh, don't know it. Some boring, lame church. <laughs> they could have done better because they were so rich. Yeah, what? Um, on May 6, 1950. Wow. MGM organized the large and expensive wedding and it became a major media event. Ew. So it was like PR. How did they meet? Do you know? I don't know. I feel like it was some sort of setup though. Like how was just like Conrad's walking down the street and, you know, like I'm sure it was like either at a party or like. Or Lou V. Mayer was like a Hilton, like with 
Elizabeth Taylor. Well, it's so crazy to think of that Paris Hilton could be like, yeah, my grand, my great whatever was married to Elizabeth Taylor. It's crazy. God, the Nepo babies. It just goes back so far. It does. Um, in the weeks after their wedding, Taylor realized she had made a mistake. Not only did she and Hilton have a few interests in common, he was also abusive and a heavy drinker. Oh, how old was he? Do you know? Um, I don't actually know. I think he was a little bit older. Okay, I don't think it was like significant, crazy. but I think he was probably, I'm guessing like 10 years older. Isn't it crazy that like back then I do feel like sometimes marriage was like, especially in Hollywood, where it's like, we'll just try this out. Cause like, you don't have a lot in common, but you're getting married. I know. And you're not finding that out till after you get married. It's like an arranged marriage. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so this first marriage was pretty dark. Um, Hilton caused Taylor to have a miscarriage after one of his violent outbursts. Oh, my God. And she was granted a divorce on the grounds of mental cruelty. Oh, my God. I feel like back then, a woman being like, my husband is not nice to me. People would be like, get over and it. And for them to actually believe it and be like, it's that this bad that like we will grant you this. Oh, my God. So they only were married for eight months. <gasps> also, like publicly, that's not a good look for the Hiltons. That's like... In that time, probably a Kim Kardashian, like 30 day marriage or whatever, you know, right? Eight months. People were probably like, that's disgusting. And Lord knows a lot of people probably blamed her. Uh, Of course they did. Of course. I'm sure his family was not kind to her after that. Oh, God. I I bet they were never kind to her. Also, Tess, you have to read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I know. I have it. I should have brought it over. Thank you. It's based on her, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, mm, I'm not going to get too much. No, no. I'm not going to get too much away. It's just kind of based on her that she's a movie star and like, she had seven husbands and the way that she was getting married. Got it. But I do want to read. I do want to read this. It's okay. so good. Okay. Um, so then Taylor married her second husband, British actor, Michael Wildean, a man 20 years her senior. Oh, how old is she? Uh, this was in 1952. So this was two years after her first wedding. So she, she was, was 20. Yes. And so he was 40. Yikes. A 20 year old and 40 year old are so different. She had met him like, when she was 16, filming um, a movie in England, and their relationship began when she returned to film um, Ivanhoe, another movie in 1951, right after her divorce. This is like the same year we're talking. Like she is oh moving. Oh my God. She's moving quickly because also I'm sure that she like has this shame of like, I don't want my legacy to be like a divorcee. I want it to be a married woman. So she just keeps like, she doesn't give herself any time. And she thinks this one's going to be the one to like save her. Oh my God, I'm wondering. I just wish we could interview her and be like, save you from what? Uh, truly. But isn't that the question? From the studios, maybe. Uh, from like her fame. And or were the studios making this happen and being like, you're at this age now where you need to be a married woman and you need to put on that view? If MGM literally expensed, the fir- like they paid for uh, the first wedding, then I'm sure that like there was that pressure. Can you imagine your life? This is your life. I can't imagine like ever being pressured to get married like and i know a lot of people even our age like their parents do and like this is something i've never experienced in my entire life same it must be horrible yeah where you're just like why like what is it where is that even coming from it's just so exactly why why truly why so she married this old guy um taylor found their age gap appealing oh god yeah I mean, we all got to learn somehow. <laughs> but sweetheart, it usually doesn't end well. No. As she wanted the calm and quiet and security of friendship from their relationship, Ugh. she hoped that the marriage would aid his career in Hollywood. Oh. I know. So, like, there's some darkness here of, like, this older man who, like, she feels like she's actually trying to help. Maybe weird power dynamics. Yeah, exactly. But they had two sons. Oh, oh my God. What? Two sons. 
Um, but as Taylor grew older and more confident in herself, she began to drift apart. Well, that's always what you see happens. <laughs> yes. Um, and then when she was filming that movie Giant in 1955, Gossip Magazine Confidential caused a scandal by claiming he had had um, strippers in their home when she was filming. So, oh, that's, uh, you know, again, she probably got blamed for it and he didn't get anything. Exactly. Um, but that lasted about five years. So we're getting a little bit oh, more. Five years. Yep. I mean, from eight months to five years. I mean, five years in Hollywood now is long. Truly. So now she's in her mid-20s on, oh on her second marriage. Um, okay. This is when it starts to get juicy. Okay. Um, I didn't know this. So Taylor married her third husband. I should say Elizabeth. Well, I don't know why I keep saying her last name. You guys get it. <laughs> we know who we're talking sometimes about. Sometimes it just sounds so fancy Maybe to like. sometimes you'll call her Lizzie. I mean. Yeah, you guys have to just knows. like, just keep on your toes. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth married her third husband, theater and film producer Mike Todd. Which, why does that? Is that Mike Todd? Does that sound like something from the Kardashians? That's what I literally just saying. Debbie's not just well. I was literally like, why am oh, I that's thinking? Mike Crane. Mike Cranes, but also Todd Cranes. Todd Cranes. <laughs> but is Mike. No, I think Mike Todd might be the name of the man she had a, an affair with. Or is his name Todd? I don't know. Oh, hi, baby. God damn it. Um, it's I, something. Mike Todd has something to do with the Kardashians. Something. Let us know if you guys know what Mike we're talking Todd. about. So he's a film producer? So yeah, he's a theater and film producer. They met in Mexico on set once again. The set romances. Man, it's lust. That's it is, all it is. It's lust. It's a moment in time. You're together for a few months, and that's all. the only person you're seeing, like, and you're trauma bonding. Truly, you're trauma bonding. Um. Uh, like what couple now can we relate to one that you're just like <laughs> no <laughs> it's answer <laughs> like that you're just like oh you're trying to do this for for the fame oh i would say camila cabello and sean mendez when they were together who was using who I, mean, I think that they were both using each other that's true you're just like a little fame hungry but if you guys google camila cabello and um what's his name um, Sean Mendez. How could I ever forget? Sean Mendez walking slowly, walking their dog slowly. <laughs> Just you will be haunted, haunted. At, the, at this couple. Um, so he threw this birthday party for her at Madison Square Garden, which almost 20,000 people attended. It was oh broadcast on CBS. What? So I think he was just like... Sounds like a nightmare. I would never want one of my birthday parties to be broadcast. God, no. <laughs> we wouldn't... This would not be good. This would not, Nothing about it would be good. Um, so he was thirsty. Mm. that was his idea yes ew he like so he used her but he died tragically in a plane crash in 1958 only a year after they Uh. got married um to mexico in which everyone died and that left elizabeth very devastated Uh. um so she was comforted by by his friend during her grieving period no do you know who that friend was richard burton singer eddie Fisher, who was married to Debbie Reynolds. And that's why we have Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have Billy Lord. <laughs> Nepo babies just keep Nepo going. babies keep on going. <laughs> so they start having an affair. Debbie Reynolds was watching Elizabeth Taylor's children during the funeral. And she was there with Eddie being no. like like playing like touch and feel under the what's it called in a funeral home wait Elizabeth was or Debbie was Debbie was home she was like oh I'll watch your kids like because the baby was too or her yeah I mean all like I don't think the kids were at the funeral and so Debbie offered to watch them 
as she was there with Eddie and they started having an affair. Like basically like the moment it Elizabeth and Eddie started yes. having an affair at her husband's funeral. Yes, that's like when it all while his wife is watching her kids. Yes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is some like old Hollywood shit it's right a, there. And then Eddie um, officially divorced her the day that he married Elizabeth. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is so sad. So this was like a big public scandal. And this, of course, was the start of Elizabeth being known to be the homewrecker. Oh no. Because Debbie Reynolds is very much like a sweetheart and a good girl and like everyone's mm. best friend and people want to protect her. I'm seeing in the rain. Mm. I haven't actually seen it. Oh, it's so good. I need to see it. Oh, I love it so much. It's Lauren Hammerson, our Rami's friend's favorite movie. Oh, really? It I is? didn't know that. I always think about her when I, I think of that movie. Um, well, also, but like, again, yeah, sure. She had an affair with a married man, but the ma- the man's the one that's married. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, so she, Elizabeth and Eddie were married at Temple Beth Shalom in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, is he the Jewish man? Um. Yes, it, w- it was for him. But they were only married um, a year. Oh, wow. And she later stated that she only married him due to her grief. Oh, my God. I bet he's like, hey, thanks. He's like, cool. Always good to hear. But like, how could you? I mean, but Kana is my boyfriend. I'm sure Debbie Fisher Kana is like, is God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you were start to date someone where like they have a recently deceased partner, that must just be so tough. That's Especially tough. if that is your friend, you know, no, that's like tough. you can't do that. That's Oof, tough. I mean, you is... can sure do whatever you want, but that's tough. But don't paint your red flags green. And there it is. Okay, so now let's talk about the one, the only, Richard Burton. Mm-hmm. So, while filming Cleopatra in Italy in 1962. <laughs> like, we can't get into Cairo, <laughs> but we'll go to Italy. Truly. Um, also, I found out for this role they really wanted her to do it. And she, like, remember this time that she was just like, I'm only taking, like, movies I really want to do. And, like, because this was now in the 60s. So she was like, all right, I'll do it for $1 million and 10% gross. And they were like, sure. And she was like, I started the, like, million-dollar asks. Oh, my God. And, like, didn't do the calculator, but $1 million in 1962, probably a good chunk of change for, oh. like, a, like, a woman, like, that she leads the movie. And it's like... And she gets... 10% gross. Like, that's crazy. Good for you. A- and also, not only that, Cleopatra's not one of the ones that were like, I don't think I've seen it. I, I, I actually haven't seen Cleopatra, but I don't, like, I know it. I've seen yes. clips. Yes. I, I saw it when I was it. young. When I see I'm probably, I've seen clips of it when I was young, Such too. Such, like, a dark story. Yeah. But this was, like, not the best time filming. She was hospitalized with pneumonia. Oof. She almost died. However... <laughs> The best part about it was that she said the day, the day that she met Richard Burton, she said, we both tried very hard to resist, but it happened on our first day of working together. They had sex? That they start, they just fell in love oh. and they started their affair. Wow. Um, wow. Because Burton was also married. Oh, was she, she was married to Eddie Fisher uh, while he, they're doing this? Richard Burton was married. Oh, so Richard Burton was now married. now he's having the affair. Who is he married to? I actually don't know. Hmm. Probably oh, some, damn. probably another actress. Probably. But there was a paparazzi shot on them um, 
uh, of them on this yacht. Oh, wow. In the 60s, huh? Truly. Well, according to sociologist Ellis Cashmore, the publication of this photograph was a turning point, beginning a new era in which it became difficult for celebrities to keep their personal lives separate from their public images. Because everyone really loved her. And I think people had respect for her. They had been watching her since she was a kid. She's like a child actress. Yeah. And then I think because of this public persona of like homewrecker and probably like slutty, like you can just imagine things that people are saying about her, which she did not deserve. She got like a bad reputation. That is so not okay. I mean, obviously, but Uh, like truly it's just frustrating. So she married Richard Burton 10 days later after she divorced Eddie Fisher. (gasps) So yeah, they both were married. She was married to Eddie Fisher and he was married too. Yes. I thought they had broken up, but no. So she, yeah, they were all together. Everyone was together. Everyone was cheating. They, ma- they married at the Ritz-Carlton Montreal. She's really making her way. Oh, my God. Making her way downtown. Good for her. But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like this is how everyone was in old Hollywood. It was so crazy. Truly. And so, um, yeah. So They're just so unloved. They were dubbed Liz and Dick by the media. Um, they started in 11 films together. I didn't know that. They worked together that much while they were married? Yep. And they had a very, like, glamorous lifestyle. They were spending millions of dollars on furs, diamonds, paintings, designer clothes, food, liquor, a jet, a yacht. Like, It sounds amazing. So they were really, like, known for their massive spending, affairs, and an open marriage. Oh, they had an open marriage. Speculated that they did, but it was, like, kind of known that they did. Was she? Do you think she was ever with a woman? Oh, definitely. Really? Oh, for sure. Oh, wow, wow, right? Wow. Like, I mean, had to be. Fast times. Fast times. I'm sure they had a lot of threesomes. I'm sure oh, he yeah. went off and did his thing. I'm sure she went off and did her thing. Good for her. Everybody's a little gay. Truly. So they divorced for the first time in 1974. I think it was just like a lot. It's a lot. A lot going on. But did they have kids. He adopted her kids. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He adopted Liza Todd and Maria Burton. Wait, Maria Burton. <laughs> oh, no. They they did have Maria, Maria together, and then oh. he adopted her other one. Oh, what about those other two boys? What about them? I'm sure they God, there should be a up on them. <laughs> there should be a whole episode on her children. Uh, they're just getting out of control. It's always the, first, the firstborns have it tough. God, they really do. And like, yeah, and these old Hollywood things, I feel. Yeah. So they got divorced, then they reconciled. <laughs> And then they're like, let's get back together. This all happened very quickly. They remarried in Botswana um, a year later. Oh, my God. But then their second marriage just lasted a year. And they were like, you know what? Chanel. For some reason, I thought they were in game. I thought that they ended up together. No. I always was like, oh, they're like the love of each other's lives. That's what I thought, too. No. Wow. They really couldn't. It's crazy. They must both be so passionate. It's like, why get married right again right away? I know. But she did say... After Richard, the men in my life were just there to hold the coat, to open the door. All the men after Richard were really just company. Wow. You know who that reminds you of? Who? What housewife am I thinking of that would say that? Sonia? No. Close. Richard. Richard. Oh, Dorinda. Oh, my God. That was straight from Dorinda's mouth. Keep the name the same. Truly, though. Wow. I know. So I think like that was... I mean, at the end, we'll play a little game. Oh, so. my God. That is so Dorinda. I can't even get it over is. it. Just keep the name the same. Wow. Also, like, hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess, at the end of the day. That is true. I mean, she just wanted to. She was, she was chasing something. She was. So we're on the final two. These are more short-lived. 
Soon after her divorce from Richard, Taylor met her sixth husband, John Warner, a Republican politician from Virginia. Wait, John Warner, a Republican from Virginia? Yes. What'd I say? <laughs> John Warner, Republican? A Republican? <laughs> it's like, we don't even have to give him. <laughs> yeah, just skip on over that one. From Virginia. I'm drooling. Stop. You know, that's probably a dark man. <laughs> um, they, so this was kind of like this new time for her where she was like, I'm a politician's wife. Mm. Oh, God. Very different. Um, so she, once Warner had been elected to the Senate, she started to find her life to become very depressing. I'm she sure. was bored. This is really when her pill addiction started and her alcohol intake increased. Um, she gained a bunch of weight. Mm, the public was not kind to her when that happened. And already at this point, like imagine like what people were saying about her. Ugh. And then she's with this Republican and like is in kind of the shadows of him and then having to like campaign for him and to keep up this like perfect image of a wife was she in the senate was he in the senate you said mm-hmm. can you imagine like someone in the senate dating like margot robbie it wouldn't work isn't that crazy i don't think it would work anymore either because then like she, let's say she's having spe- like there's been speculation about her open marriage before this like they're, they're probably like spending so much time shaming her and yeah. like covering up things that she's done so also everything yeah everything's just so public these days like yeah exactly just won't work so this was not good so they were married about a year they divorced in 1982 so she was engaged to this mexican lawyer victor luna in 1983 how'd she meet him i just don't know <laughs> i don't know where this woman has been i don't know where she's going um then she was engaged to another new york businessman dennis stein in 1985 this is so crazy it's just so crazy that she was like, sure, why not? Every time. Well, this is kind of funny. It's not funny. This is dark. She met her seventh and last husband, construction worker, Larry Fortensky, at the Betty Ford Center. Oh, they are both there for... In 1988. Hey, construction. And guess what celebrity married them? Yeah, construction. Um, also, Betty Ford, like... Is it anyone can get in because the construction worker paying the same amounts get into rehab with a movie star? It was expensive, but like construction, a lot of people I guess, do well. He's a construction worker. Construction worker, but construction can like pay. Let, maybe if he was like almost to be <laughs> a contractor to, like, or something. Shame. Yeah, you never know. Construction workers. Contractors are paid very well. Well, yes. Yeah. So maybe he was like in a good. Maybe he needed to spend all his money on no Betty Ford. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I don't mean to sound classist or. No, no, I. I used to also think Betty Ford was like just for celebrities, but I think a lot of people go there. Wow, I'm sure. Okay, who married them? Um, To make it full circle, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Who was she first married to? Hilton. Who does... Nicole Richie? No. Lionel Richie? Who does Kathy Hilton always want to play his music? Michael Jackson. Yes. Michael Jackson married Elizabeth Taylor and a construction worker? He sure did. What? Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Um. Yeah, and then also, t- can you imagine someone not watching Housewives and just hearing and that like, sentence? Stop it! They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. You guys are lucky that we haven't done a full episode on Bravo, but we will. But you know, we will. You know, we will. Um. But she. So this wedding was a huge thing because it was kind of her last one. <laughs> she sold the uh, pictures of the wedding to people for a million dollars, and she put. She donated that all to her AIDS foundation. Stop. She's an angel. She is an angel. I love her. She's the spiciest angel. I know. So she and Larry divorced. 
Of course. Um, five years later, but remained in contact for life. Um, she attributed their split to her painful hip operations and his OCD. Oh. So she just had a lot of issues. Like she had like, yeah, she was hospitalized constantly after sets, after depression, after like, she just was always in the hospital. So she was like aching and in pain. Did you say most- after sex? After being on set. Oh, set. Set. I'm like, am I not? I'm like, and then <laughs> she said, but that's what she said. After, no, after splitting about a line, you know, yeah, no, no. that's what I was like. Oh, it's was gone like, oh, now. Well. <laughs> there it is. It's gone. We got it happens when you talk about Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> um, um, where are we? So yeah, she divorced. She divorced him. Oh yeah. Um. So she just played Lone Ranger for the rest of her life. Yeah, well then, so Larry underwent brain surgery. I forgot about this part after falling off a balcony. Oh, and he was construction coma- is dangerous. Construction is dangerous, and he was comatose for six weeks. Oh my god! Um, and so she, even after they got divorced, she paid for all of his medical expenses. Oh. Um, she wrote him a letter that said, "Larry, darling, you will always be a big part of my heart. I'll love you forever." And Taylor's last phone call was to Larry. <gasps> I want to be married to Elizabeth Taylor. I know. And she gave um, Larry $825,000 in her will. So I think oh she had God. a special place in her heart for him. I feel like this was the end of her relationships. Like maybe at this point she wasn't like seeking something so toxic. It was like more well, grounded. She was engaged to someone before him, but didn't go through with it. So it is like, yeah, there must have been something different about Larry. Yeah. Larry and Liz. Larry and Liz. Show. That's the end of her, her love story. And we're just going to quickly go through them. And we're going to like do a little review. Who do we love for her? Okay. Who do we wish that she like would have ended up with? Okay. Show. We have Conrad Nikki Hilton, who was abusive and a heavy drinker. Pass. Pass right over him. Who needs him? Who we had him? Michael Wildeen, who was 20 years her senior. Pass. That is, I don't trust that man. Absolutely not. We have Michael Todd, who died in a plane crash. But he was also like um, thirsty for. I was just about to say that CBS thing. I think if it didn't happen then, it, not his death, but like they they wouldn't have stayed together. I agree. Uh, pass. With Eddie Fisher, who was kind of the rebound. Pass. But yeah, he cheated on his wife at his friend's funeral. Pass. We have Richard Burton. Honestly, I know. I think that I, maybe it's just the idea I have in my head, but I feel like they are OTP. I know. We have John Warner, who is a Republican. Pass. <laughs> and we have Larry Fortensky, who is maybe her bestest friend. I, I think that Larry was her companion and Richard was her lover. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I completely agree. I think it's like kind of between those two. There's yeah. really not, not much else there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to conclude, she said, I think marriage gives the sense of oneness that just being together can't. Mm. like unpack that I'm like yeah it's also such a different time like i wonder what liz would be like now i know because i feel like it's it it's still the pressure to get married but less i know so i'm like wondering what her relationships would be like and her thoughts on marriage in a modern day i do as well claire it's a very different time it is a different time and like i think she's a fascinating woman i don't judge this at all i think you know we all do what we can to feel loved and safe and protected and survive and survive and this was her way of survival it seems very clear that like i feel like the only word to use to describe her is fabulous same wow i love her and that's elizabeth taylor and her 
eight marriages and seven seven husbands seven husbands eight marriages i mean it does say something if you got married to one person twice i know there's it's like something God, there. i always find that fascinating when that happens it happens a like lot. robin and well they're not gonna get back together robin sorry dixon. guys another bravo i am so glad Juan dixon is not here right now aren't I we am. all honey I aren't am. we all <laughs> so that's about it kids um yeah, let us know who your favorite one is out of all of them. Yes, let us know that. Um, let us know if you've re- read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yep. Um, and there's another two episodes left for Old Hollywood Month, so this is going to be so fun. I know. I'm like not ready to leave it yet, but hey. If everyone really likes it, we could keep going. Just yeah, let us just know. Because there's so much. There's so much. So just give us feedback. Yeah. yeah. Just stay in communication. We love you. We love you. As always, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Answers Mostly. Send us your email and we'll send you the newsletter every Thursday morning. Crushed it. And buy caraway pans. Oh, yes. Always. Most, mostly 10. Mostly 10. And good night. Good night. <laughs>